With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Coach Steve Show podcast after a hiatus. It has been days since recording a podcast. Uh, been a little busy, you know, getting into this baseball thing, but we are back. Going to try to record once we get on a schedule. Thanks, anybody, for watching and or listening. Uh, Illinois just came off uh, about, I'd say, 15 minutes um, from their 60-55 to 55 victory over Penn State and uh, Illinois men's basketball. Illinois once again showed a little bit of struggles, um, but held on to win the game. There were positive things happened in this game, but there were things that, that continue to happen with Illinois. And with only one game left, can they still make a Big Ten tournament run? So we're going to talk about their game versus Penn State. And then we'll discuss that a little bit. Um, but we're going to talk about this as the Illinois post game. Uh, show against Penn State. So thanks anybody for watching and or listening. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, please hit the like button and the subscribe button. It really helps um, get the video out there and, and everything else. It just helps grow. It, uh, it goes such a long way to hit the like button and the subscribe button. Um, and then if you're listening to this in audio form, um, you know, rate it, follow it, be a friend, tell a friend. Uh, all that good stuff. It goes a long way to do that. So please and thank you. Appreciate anyone who watches and or listens. Um, this podcast is brought to you by the Bellyup Sports Podcast Network. If you go to bellyupsports.com and check out all the podcasts and blogs and different stuff out there. There's something out there for everybody. So if you go do that for me, uh, please and thank you. Uh, it goes a long way. And this podcast is also brought to you by Coach Stone Football. And it's back to the basics, books, and drills. If you go to CoachStoneFootball.com and click on back to the basics drill manuals, uh, you will never have to look up another drill again. His first book is over 500 pages. So as football coaches are looking to be simple and get back to the basics, uh, that's the perfect place to go. CoachStoneFootball.com, back to the basics. Thank you, Coach Stone, for sponsoring the podcast. So we're back. We're back from a hiatus 
Um, I want to look to get guests on again. We're going to get this rolling, but again, not that I don't know if anybody cares too much. You know, I took a another coaching job. I do football, basketball, and then try to get a spring one. I had a track one, didn't work out. So I've been trying to find one. Got a baseball one. Never coached baseball before, but pretty um, nervous and excited for this coaching venture. Again, when you see the Coach Steve show, I am literally a football coach or a, a coach. I'm not previously a coach. I am a coach currently. So I live the coaching life. That's why it's called the Coach Steve Show. Last name is Polish, so we don't have to worry about it. So a little bit of hiatus for all my adoring fans that are like three of them. Um, but we're back. <clears throat> so we're back. We're going to do talk about Illinois. Illinois hosted Penn State tonight. Uh, currently, if we want to talk about the Big Ten, Wisconsin won, uh, I believe, last night, the night before. Uh, so they... Will out? They'll either share it with Illinois, or they're going to keep their regular season Big Ten championship, um, which nobody really saw coming. I think now some people are that are Wisconsin fans are jump up and down, um, saying that you know how does that feel? Like how does that taste for us to win the? Regular season Big Ten because no one picked us to win it and blah, 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 blah. I will say this. I'm not incredibly shocked because Wisconsin does this. Wisconsin's one of the most fundamental teams we see year in and year out. So it's not shocking. So, I mean, I guess with how good Illinois and Purdue is, yes. Um, but sometimes it's nice to fly under the radar. I mean, Illinois, we'll get to Illinois in a second. But, you, you know, you get, you get teams – best shot when you're like that. So Wisconsin kind of flew under the radar, but I'm not surprised that they're good. They, you know, last year was a little bump in the road for them, but they're pretty much consistently year in and year out a good team, and they're one of the most fundamental teams we see, you know, each and every time. Um, so, you know, if you look at the current Big Ten standings, they're going to be number one. The only way Illinois can share a – Regular season Big Ten tournament title is we had to win. We've got to win again. And then Wisconsin has to lose to Nebraska because Purdue has stumbled a little bit. But let's not we let's not kid ourselves. Purdue could still win the Big Ten tournament. They can get to the Elite Eight Final Four. It's pretty cool that in the Big Ten we have Wisconsin who could maybe do it. Um, I don't know if anybody's necessarily putting them there, but they can. The way they're playing, I mean, they're twenty four and five in the you know fifteen and four in the Big Ten. So. You know, it's really cool to see like a Wisconsin could maybe do it, Illinois and Purdue. And I wouldn't put out the realm of Ohio State, you know, turning it up. I don't know if they'll get to the lead eight, but they can win a tournament game or two. So it's pretty cool to have four to five teams that are going to uh, represent the Big Ten, hopefully pretty well in the tournament. Um, but right now, Wisconsin is the Big Ten winner in the regular season. Wisconsin's going to have to lose to Nebraska, and we've got to win against Iowa so I don't see Wisconsin losing to Nebraska. Nebraska is not good. They are, you know, at the bottom of the Big Ten. They're three and sixteen in the Big Ten, nine and twenty-one overall. Um, so I don't see that happening. But Illinois hosted Penn State. Illinois walked away with a victory of sixty to fifty-five. It's same same song, just at a different dance. Illinois was out rebounded. 34 to 29. And again, normally when you get rebounded, you lose. We're lucky that Penn State is not Ohio State, is not Wisconsin. Now, 
real quick. Remember, Illinois beat Wisconsin. But anyway, when you get out-rebounded, normally when Illinois gets out-rebounded, they lose. Now, Penn State turned the ball over more, 12-8. and eight, 12 to eight. Um, They shot 32% from three. We shot 32.1%. They shot 41 from the field, and we shot 36. It's the same song or different dance with Illinois. Illinois is like a heckle and jive. Heckle and, it's a heckle and jide, heckle and hide, heckle and hide. They either play Final Four level the entire game or most of the game, or they just play like we're going to make the tournament. And that's what's been really frustrating with this team. Now, last year, you know, you had Io DeSumo who could take over games and kind of elevate them. And this year it's been Kofi or Trent Frazier. Now, if Trent Frazier doesn't, isn't the one to elevate us to where it needs to, it depends. It depends. Trent Frazier has to do it on one side or the other. But sometimes he expends so much energy on defense, it's hard for him to turn around and do it on offense. Now, he needs a, a statue at Illinois. But we need that person to elevate us. It's usually Kofi does some kind of big, or it's Trent Frazier. And I've said this a million times. It's hard for Kofi to be the guy to do that because he doesn't bring the ball up. It's easy for Io Sumu because he can bring the ball up and beat someone off the dribble and go. It's easy for Trent Frazier because he can do that. It's hard for Kofi. Somebody has to get him the ball. So Illinois, once again, has had moments in this game again. They just let a team hang around. Just let him hang around, hang around. And I don't know, I usually say, use this in high school terms. You play to the level of your competition. Illinois is far more athletic than Penn State basketball. Not football. Well, football, you know, we got them this year. But we're way more athletic than Penn State. We just have a better team. We play better. But a couple things here. One, when you're top dog, when you're on the mountain, you're going to get everybody's best shot, no matter who it is. Illinois turned a corner when COVID happened. They started playing hot. Then they got we came into the COVID year. We we you know we win the Big Ten tournament, you know, and all that all that great stuff. So we turned a corner. So now we got to consistently do that. Well, now we have to learn how to win, and we've got to learn what's about to happen. When your top dog, <coughs> excuse me, you're going to get everybody's best shot. For example, where I coach basketball at is a school with rich tradition. Rich tradition. And they win. They win basketball games. And that's who they are. So when we play teams, we got everyone's best shot. Everybody's best shot. All the time. Because they wanted to beat us. And I never really experienced that before until seeing it. So when you watch a Penn State who's at the bottom of the Big Ten playing Illinois, is giving Illinois their best shot. And if Illinois wasn't talented like they were, they would have lost this game. Now, was it did everything Illinois do was bad? No, but they did this. Uh, they do this time and time again, where we're about to put the game away. You listen to the announcers. That could be the shot that puts it, you know Penn State away, and then Penn State hits a three, or Penn State drives to the lane and makes a little floater. They shoot. They get the rebound. They get to score again because we didn't box out because we got out rebounded again. If this was Ohio State. We lose by 10, 15. Okay. Sometimes we play to the level of the competition, depending on if it's a rivalry or not. 
like Michigan, they want to play Michigan because of last year. And, you know, they can't lose to Michigan without Juwan Howard. They play up a little bit to Ohio State because Ohio State's good. They played Wisconsin well because, well, Wisconsin's good. The first time we played Purdue, we played them good well. They're good. We play bad teams, and we sometimes play to their level. And I don't really understand why. Now, teams we play, will they get the best shot to Illinois, so they make tough shots. We'll close out, and they'll hit tough shots. That's just part of basketball. Nothing you can do about it. You can overcoach it like I would and say, well, you're too high on the closeout, even though it's pretty good closeout, but you got to coach them. Sometimes you just got to pat them on the butt and be like, okay, that was a good closeout. They just hit the shots. And sometimes that happens, and us as fans have to take a step back and look at that and say, well, the other team is just hitting shots. But it's just time and time again, we see Illinois just don't put the clamps down. Brad Underwood wants to play defense. I guarantee you he believed playing defense wins you a game. Even though he came in and talked about motion offense because he wants to move guys around, he wants to get mismatches, he wants to drive into the lane because of all the motion, get into the lane for layups or kick out for threes. That's what he brings to the table. He's adjusted a little bit since he's gotten here. But he'll pull guys that don't box out. He'll pull out guys that don't play defense. He believes defense wins games, wins championships. It just seems like, and I'm not saying, I mean, we gave up 55 points. Now, it's good and or bad. You know, it's not good, it's not bad. Um, it's not bad because it puts you in a position to win because we we are we have the capability of scoring 70, 80 points. And it's the Big Ten. Penn State plays all the Big Ten schools, you know, like we do, and plays good competition. So giving up 55 points puts you in a position to win the game. But there's just times, again, where we come down and we're up, you know, four or five, we hit a shot, well, Penn State comes down and scores or something. We just don't necessarily have that sense of urgency of putting the clamps down when it's a bad team or a team that's not winning. When it's a good team, they, they, they kind of put the clamps down. But that's one of the things I've talked about that concerns me. Then every announcer of Illinois games has said this. This is an Elite Eight Final Four caliber team when they're all on the same page they box out, they play defense, they're doing the things on offense they need to do. When they don't, this looks like a team that's going to get bounced out of the first round and not even maybe win a Big Ten tournament game either. Now, that's not to say how bad we played tonight. That's Rucker style. That's second half of Purdue. That's the second half of Northwestern. Like That's the type of play. I don't think Penn State's as bad as we think. They have some big guys. They have some tough guys. They really handled, they kind of kept Kofi in check. So they're not as bad as I think we all think they are. But at the same time, you're going to get everyone's best shot. We have to be able to understand that we have to, we're going to get that. And at some point, and we're running out of time, we got one game left. So between now and the game against Iowa to end the regular season and to the Big Ten tournament, they need to sit down as a team, have a regular, like a team meeting or something. Not saying that we're a bad team, not saying that we have to hit the panic button, but there's got to be a thing where we have to flip the switch right now. Right now, we have to put the clamps on Iowa and set the tone. Because there's teams out there that think they can just turn it on whenever they want. Illinois sometimes seems like they're that type of team where they're going to say, well, we're going to turn it on now. But sometimes that's too late. I don't think we're a talented team. We're a Final Four caliber team. We're an Elite Eight caliber team. We're a win the regular or the Big Ten tournament 
type of team. But we are a type of team that cannot afford to wait to churn it on. We're not. And then on care, you know, things just went weird in this game. When we look at the box score, if I were to sit here and tell you that after the game, because of how the year has gone, that the leading scorer would be Williams, Monte Williams, with 14 points. Second leading scorer would be Kofi with 11, Trent Frazier with 10, Granderson with 8, Plummer after he's put on a shooting clinic the first two halves of the previous game has 5, off the bench, Hawkins with 6, Corbello with four, and then Payne scored with two. If I told you Williams was going to be the leading scorer, you may not believe me. Now, people out there that listen or watch, correct me if I'm wrong, especially if you're Illinois fans. Williams can score. Williams can score. So I'm not too shocked that he can score. He's just not doing it this year. He's playing defense. I mean, he was 4-10 from three. Took some... Shots, but he hit four of them. So just uncharacteristic. Normally when you look at this type of scoring, we're going to lose. We will lose games. When Kofi's not scoring, and William and Frazier's not scoring, Plummer's not scoring, I mean, off the bench, you're only getting, you know, 12 points off the bench. We're going to lose. We're going to lose games. But... Enough of the negativity, some positive. To win a game without having Kofi or Frazier being the leading scorer, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. But this is where next week, or next week, the next game, Kofi's going to have to dominate. Frazier's going to have to dominate. Plummer's going to have to dominate. And then Williams is going to have to score. I'm not shocked that he can score. People are like, oh my God, he's scoring. He did that last year. Kick out to Williams and shoot. Can do it. So I'm not incredibly shocked that he scored at all. But when you look at this type, it's uncharacteristic, you know. But again, Penn State's pretty, you know, kept them in check. Um, free throw-wise, we were 15-17, which is pretty good. You know, we're usually not that great at free throws. 9 of 28, 32% from three. It's okay. But we shot 36% from the field. So just not another great shooting performance. So just the same same song and dance. Illinois has just got to clamp down on defense. they got to put their foot on throat. Um, they just have to continue on offense to – not rely on just standing around and trying to check the three. They have to move the ball around. They have to be moving around. You know, downhill run to the lane to get a layup or kick out for a three. That's how Williams is getting open. Um, don't just watch Kofi try to go to work. Now, they took Kofi out, so you got to give him some credit. Um, Corbello is going to have to come out. He's one for five. He's going to have to score. Um, Hawkins is going to have to come in and get you some points. Six points is good. Um, we just have to be healthy, too. You know, there's no Melendez still and everything, so... Just got to get healthy um, and, you know, be at full strength. Corbell is still not in 100% shape. Um, so hopefully he starts to get his third win, second or third win in the Big Ten tournament. Um, Kofi will be fine. You know, these are just, again, he's a big guy that doesn't bring the ball down. He relies on people to get him the ball, so he will get it back. Um, Plummer was shooting well the first couple halves, but then – you know, just kind of get that back in a little slump, but he'll find it again. I mean, he only took four threes. Uh, he was one for five field goal wise. He was one for four from three. So, I mean, didn't take a whole ton of shots like he was. Williams was hitting him, so they gave it to him. So, again, there's still positives in Illinois. There was times they did play good defense. 
Um, that last stretch there, they allowed Penn State to stay down there like four or five possessions to get the rebound or we knocked out of bounds or do whatever. Um, but still played decent defense, giving up 55 points. Um, you know, being losing 30 to 29 and a half. Uh, we scored 31 in the second. They scored 25. So, I mean, to hold them to 25 is pretty good. But we just ha- – everything has to come together, and that's the thing with Illinois. They just come in pieces. It comes in waves. One game, we're doing really good at this. Next game, we're really good at this, but we don't do really this. All that type of stuff. So, they just – we have to put the whole game together. Whole game together, and it will be fine. Um, again, same song and dance. That's my only worry with Illinois. Can we put the foot on the throat? Can we – can we finish it? Can we just clamp down and say we are a championship-style team and we are going to going to dominate you and you're not going to breathe? You're not going to breathe. We're going to channel the Brad Underwood energy and you're not going to score. You're not going to do anything. Um, that's just the thing with Illinois. Are we going to be able to see that? Are we going to be able to finally see that maybe next week or here in a couple of days? We play Iowa you know, here in a couple days, we're going to be playing Iowa. And they're ranked. They're a team that could beat Illinois. They could play well. So we have to just clamp down. We have to come out. I'm not saying we got to beat Iowa by 20. But it's how. Are we playing good defense? Are we boxing out? Are we hitting shots? Are we getting downhill? Are we doing all that stuff? And then if there is that moment of opportunity to, you know, when we're up by 10 or they start to come back and we hit a shot, do we have the mentality to say, we are hitting the shot, and you are no longer going to come back. We are finally flipping the switch, and we're never going to switch it off. And I don't see us sharing the Big Ten regular season, I told on the last Illinois postgame. I'm over it. I'm over it um, about winning the regular season Big Ten. Congratulations to Wisconsin. I'm over it. I don't see them losing to Nebraska. So with that ship of sale, we got to win the regular Ten Big the Big Ten regular season, so or the tournament. So again, uh, still good, good things for Illinois. When Williams is hitting shots, that's going to give him confidence. So when Kofi scores, Trent Frazier scores, Williams will score. So just giving him confidence. You know, last year he was hitting some shots, so some confidence and bring them back. So um, yeah, so Illinois has one more game left. It's crazy that the season's almost over. Um, Selection Sunday will be coming up. You know, next week we'll get the Big Ten tournament after. The last game against Iowa, get that. And so, not this weekend, but next weekend will be Selection Sunday. We'll see where Illinois lands. You know, they're projecting, I think, to be about a three seed in the, whatever region they get. Um, and hopefully they can just put it together, flip that switch, and we get to a big, you know, Big Ten tournament championship and get to a Elite Eight Final Four to really get the program churning, keep going in that corner that Brad Underwood wants. Um, no, like I said, the only way we'll panic is – just foot-on-throat mentality, foot-on-throat, um, putting teams away. Don't let them come back. Don't let them hang around. But we also have to understand, fans, we actually have a good team, and we're not used to that all the time. So we're going to get teams' best shots. So things are going to happen like this. So even though I'm worried about it and maybe I'm complaining about it or describing it, I have to take a deep breath and say, okay, Penn State's not as bad as we all think if you actually watch them. And take a deep breath of, well, at least they won. At least they didn't give it up. And we're just going to get every team's best shot so um that wraps up this illinois post game with penn state um check out all the affiliates in the description below um you know hit the like button subscribe subscribe button follow it rate it be a friend tell a friend twitter at coach underscore steve 72 follow the facebook page as well um can't stress enough check out all the affiliates in that description below um you know try to check out the uh other podcast episodes um trying to get this back you know, it took a little bit of a hiatus, a couple of days, um, 
But thank you guys so much for watching and listening. If you're watching the video version, hopefully we're getting some stuff behind. Hopefully it looks a little better. Um, you know, we got a couple pictures up, so hopefully it looks a little better. Um, but thank you guys for watching and or listening. Uh, do all that stuff for me. Greatly appreciate it. This is Coach Steve. Notice of the Coach Steve Show podcast. And we are out of here. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.